It's daybreak in the big city. The sun crests over the tops of the apartment buildings as you make your way to the early train. You stop at a crosswalk, and a customer opens the door to a nearby corner store. Filling the air, still warm from yesterday's spring sun with the scents and sounds of cooked meats and coffee. Your head turns and you catch a glimpse inside. The deli man standing at the range, obscured by the tall glass case lined below by cakes and cookies in colorful plastic wrap. Cigarette boxes sit in stacks on the wooden shelf behind the register next to which the man leans on both elbows to hear the order of the soft-spoken woman who points to the parliaments. You want so badly to stop inside, to load up a coffee with milk and sugar, set it proudly on the counter, and on a whim select a candy bar. Pay in cash, drop the difference in the tip jar, and proceed with the glad knowledge that you've done yourself a service. That you've thrown off the governors of health and responsibility and acted, for once, on impulse alone. That for a brief moment you looked not down at your feet as they tread the morning's path, but up and out at a warm, inviting world. One that had a chair pulled out for you, and you finally sat down. But you don't. The light changes to white and you step forward, continuing on your way, entirely unsure why you continued to make step after step after step after step. The only thing you can think to do is pull out your headphones, plug them in your ears, and turn on Clear the Dance Floor with Colby Smith on Radio Free Brooklyn. Welcome all to another installment of Clear the Dance Floor here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith, coming with you until the 5 o'clock hour, at which point the radio schedule will continue, duh. Obviously, we got all kinds of stuff in store for you here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Listener-supported, independent radio, the kind of spot, well, the only place that would give a schlub like me a home. And for that, we are eternally grateful. 718-673-8201 is our number. That's 718-673-8201 if you'd like to call in at any point during the program, and I certainly suggest you do so, not least because there's a lot going on today. This is a big day. This is the kind of opportunity that people like you, yeah, I'm talking to you, the listeners, uh, it, it happens upon you once in a millennia. Because, you know, I mean, like, well, basically what we're doing today is we're having loyal caller auditions, okay? And the point of this is to give an opportunity to people like you. This is like what, what uh, uh, Apollo Creed did for Rocky in the first Rocky movie, right? Apollo Creed was like, I, I, need, to, I need to fight a nobody. I need to fight a nobody, a real schmuck, a real schlub, a real loser lunch pail type. Because of like America or something, I don't remember what is what is exactly a, a line of thinking was. They really bend over backwards in that movie to justify Apollo Creed fighting, you know, this like nobody loser lunch pail type, you know, Rocky Balboa. But basically, our plan is today is to hold some loyal caller auditions. Uh, and you know, what do you get if you you get the part? Well, you get to be a, a fixture a fixture on the show because, you know, what we need uh, is a nice loyal caller, a group of loyal callers who no matter who the guest is or what's going on, you know, they can, uh, uh, you know, they can they can add something to what's going on. So I think we've got our first one on the line here. Uh, Caller, you're on the air here on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. (laughs) Colby, tis I, Colin Malloy. (laughs) Wait, really? Your old friend and collaborator and lead singer. Oh my God, Kyle! I haven't heard from you since the old since the old Radio Free Brooklyn days, my my young person's radio days. What? You're talking over me. I'm sorry. Fills me with such deep cringing rage. Colby, I'm an orator, a raconteur. I am so sorry. Tell my tale. You're you're totally right, Colin. I I was just excited to hear from you because I haven't heard from you since uh, since my old show, since the young person's radio days. Yes, things between us have been a bit chilly. If I do recall, but I'm calling to offer you congratulations, salutations, and solicitations. Oh, well, thank you. I heard you had a new radio show back together, and 
things could not be any more serendipitous. For I, too, have been developing my very own radio program. Wait, the really? The Demons Victrola. Wait, what? What's it called? Colby. It's the Chimney Men's Victrola. The Chimney Men's Victrola. From the radar of a submarine deep at the bottom of a Norwegian fjord. It is where I, Colin Malloy, can spin my yarns, tell my tales, share my innermost musings. But of course, Colby, no radio man's task could be complete. There'd be no hope of me having any chance of doing what I set out to do uh-huh. without a loyal sidekick. Oh. <laughs> well, tra-la-lee, tra-la-loo. Well, I think I see where this is going, Colin. Are you so going to ask me to be your sidekick? Colby, do you have no sense of ceremony? Please, you're stumbling through this. Let me build up to my great, grand... <laughs> I'm sorry, suggestion. I'm just excited. I'm just excited to hear from you. This is I the mean, second time even... you've done it, Colby. You're trampling all over <laughs> me like a... Like a hobo caught in a streetcar in San Francisco, 1923. Colin, you're totally right. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I know exactly how you feel, and I'm sorry. A hobo. A shamble man. (laughs) That's how you're making me feel. I'm almost considering recanting my generous offer. But, Colby, you're one of the best in the business. I've seen your work. And I want you to join me, Colin Malone, Broadcasting from the lone radio of a World War One broadca- broadcaster Wait. thing, Wait. yeah, deep in the trenches outside of Prague. Outside of Prague, wow. What say ye? Well, see, this is you know I, I'm conflicted, uh, Colin, because you know as much as I'd love to say yes, because I, I feel like we, you know, we have a rapport going, obviously. <sighs> Colby, Colby, I knew you would. I was traversing in my hot air balloon just a week ago, <laughs> penning the aria for my latest uh, amuse, not amuse bouche, but you know, for the ear. For the What's ears, French yeah. for ear? Colby? I don't know. I don't know. It's called the Denouement of the Sultan. It's about a a king of old Araby with sitabas and turbans and. Uh, Gemstones that portent the future, mm-hmm. or do they portent the past? Ah. And I thought to myself, if I told Colby about this, he'd be a real chode about it, and he'd, he'd interrupt no. me the whole time. I'm sorry. And I almost didn't ask you. And then something very special happened to me, Colby. What's that? Well, <laughs> I found myself... I found myself padding through a back alleyway of old Istanbul when I heard the beckoning chimes of a Romani person's dulcimer. We have to call them that now. I didn't even know they were real. I read about them in a book, tra la 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 <laughs> Following the path of rich Arabian incense. Yes. I wandered into her tent. And she told me, Colby, mm-hmm. she told me that my latest venture, the Chimneyman's Victrola, uh-huh. I would have no success with it unless oh I God. found myself a sidekick who could also be an enemy. Oh, okay. And I thought to myself, Colby Smith, <laughs> that chittering little nerd... <laughs> I should get him on the show. So what do you say, Colby? I think be we my should sidekick? do it. I think we should do it. I mean, I've, I've got a lot of time uh, these days, so I could I could very easily kind of make the commute back and forth from Prague uh, to Brooklyn to keep doing this show. And if you were to accept the position, I would insist that you use my personal bicycle pedal powered flying machine. <laughs> it's very nice, Colby. You do have to pedal, sure. but it will take you clear across the Atlantic like Amelia Earhart. Well, you and I have talked about this before, Colin, where, where you were saying how modern flight 
you know, modern airplane technology, it, it's not as satisfying. You know, it's like the difference between vinyl and MP3s, the, like a difference between flying on like a Delta Airlines flight and pedaling your way across that exactly old... Exactly yes. so, Colby, yes. you old codger. In that case, please, let me invite you to use the Zeppelin that is my home to come back and forth between Wait. Wait, old you... New Amsterdam and my humble city of Prague. Wait, did you say you live in a Zeppelin? You can't file taxes from a Zeppelin, Colby. That's uh, why I travel around the world. Prague is my home for this fiscal quarter, and then I will cast off the sandbags and rise up again out into that blissful, rosy pink horizon. Mm-hmm. I I got you. I, I I didn't realize it was a it was a tax evasion thing. <laughs> oh, absolutely, Colby. Taxation is theft. It, it well, it is. Are you familiar with the phenomenon of the sovereign citizen? Uh, I don't know if I am in the way that you mean. Read it. your constitution, Colby. In that sacred and hallowed document, it lays very clear that no government can lay sovereignty over the American pioneer. Uh-huh. And you and I are many things, Kobe, but in our heart of hearts, in our essences of essence, deep in the loam of our souls, mm-hmm. we are pioneers. I agree with that. And that's why we can't pay taxes, Kobe. Yeah. No, no, I, I completely so, agree. Okay, go ahead. What I want you to do I have had my secretary and barrister forward you a contract forthwith written on stretched canvas. Perfect. In ink guys made from elderberries. Perfect. Now, I do want to tell you, Colin, I've been having some male trouble lately where... Male trouble? I've been having some female trouble. No, brother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, Colin, you don't. I'm sorry, Colby. It's just part of the lifestyle of an alternative rock star from 2007. Well, actually, the I, ladies can't get enough. I want to. I want to ask you, Colin Malloy of the December or something. I want to forget about the male trouble for a second. You seem like a guy who would be very into the Lindy lifestyle. Do you know what this is? I do not know what it's like. The Lindy Hop. <laughs> no, no, not like the Lindy Hop. Because I do do it, Toby. <laughs> I do do it. I can understand how you might think that, but it's 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 a different thing. The Lindy lifestyle is something that is very popular among like the tech, uh, uh, um, uh, not, maybe not CEO class, but like like startup guys. And it's the thing. It's like uh, you only do engine men. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and you only do things that, like, the ancient Greeks would have had access to. So you don't use mouthwash, you know, but you do party because they would party, okay? Um, and uh, uh, you go on, like, what, what the, the, the most popular one is you go on a Lindy walk, which is just a walk where you don't take your phone. It's like being a flaneur. So you're telling me that these tech bros in California are following the ancient wisdom of Solomon. Yeah, big time. That is kind of like something that I do. But instead of the ancient Greeks or the Hebrews or what have you, I do anything that a, let's see, that an old Lithuanian highwayman from 1823 (laughs) struck by lightning would do. (laughs) Whatever it is. He would write in script. He would have a radio show uh, that's broadcast on a on a Soviet uh, Victrola. Exactly. I, I I ride my Zeppelin everywhere. I don't eat beets. I I do not treat women very well. Oh oh no! All of those things have been uncovered to me by the path of the of the Lithuanian highwayman. <laughs> Uh, so I've, this, this is, this isn't a, a, a Lindy walk. It's a Lithy walk. There's something there. Oh. There's something there. I'm not saying that's it, but there's something. 
Oh, sure. You see, this is why you and me have to be, we got to get cooking <laughs> on, on the Chimneyman Victrola. We got, we, I mean, you, bouncing off each other, just, you know, doing bits. Yeah. Doing well, bits. I would love until to someone do... comes with their cane and yanks us off. <laughs> Somebody throws, starts throwing tomatoes at us. Oh, when that flea-bitten, rum-soaked crowd starts throwing <laughs> tomatoes, that's when I know it is time to <laughs> time to undo my. Oh, I gotta tell you, Colby, this is getting this is getting tough for me. This is getting exhausted <laughs> for me. Thinking this stuff to say to you. Well, it's it's rare that um, someone like you is on the phone. Well, absolutely. You're used to writing I, me letters. It took me quite a while to spin around the mechanism on the front of my, <laughs> of my telephonic phone. <laughs> hmm. Sure. My t- sure. Anyway, it took me a while. I find it quite newfangled. Ah, to hear your voice coming echoing like the, like the, like the, I already said dulcimer tones, didn't I? You, Kobe, no one's ever kept me on the phone this long. No, no, I understand. Well, I, what I was going to say <laughs> was, is, is, uh, I would love to do a little pilot episode of the, of, what is it called? The Chimneyman's Lament? What is it called? The Chimneyman's Victrola. Victrola, right. And we already did have a pilot episode starring the aforementioned Amelia Earhart. Oh, okay, well. It was well, all about her and flying planes. I don't want to step on her toes, then. You'll be hard-pressed to find them, but please, <laughs> continue. Well, I, I would love to just kind of get a sense of what you're, what you're thinking for the show. I just, I'll keep you for a couple more minutes, and then, uh, uh, and then I can let you, you know, take a rest, because I know this is hard for well, you. We'd start every show with a tarot reading. Ah. But not the traditional tarot cards, but a, a new edition that I've had invented, where everyone is... Has a big handlebar mustache, and they're wearing a one-piece unitard. Oh my and lifting God. up big, heavy, uh, heavy barbells. Wow. Yeah, there's just different versions of that, you know. So it's the hierophant, and he has a big mustache, doing heavy barbells. There's the, you know, the fool. Uh huh. It they sounds all do like that. it sounds like these are all just from like the turn of the century circus. See, that's the funny thing, Colby. It seems like that, but then sometimes there's something. From I don't, the gold rush, sometimes there's something from the the the, the peak of the Ottoman Empire. Sometimes <laughs> there's something from just last week. It really there's no set rules. It's just going on inconsistent vibes. I have th- <laughs> I, <laughs> I have thought this about the tarot deck, where it's kind of like these characters on the cards are almost too elemental, and we need to mix it up with like I want to draw. I want to like reach into a tarot deck and pull out like a. Like a, a like, like a Mitt Romney card. Oh, Toby, you devil! I did not know we'd be venturing into political satire. Uh, but I, I can't help it. it. I, I'm just such a I I'm such a, 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 a wonk. I'm such a policy wonk. I have to. I'll say this for Mitt Romney and those Mormons. I mean, talk about a Decemberist album. That whole book, Book of Mormon. It really. I. I I'm jealous of it. <laughs> Finding gold in the American wasteland. Absolutely. An angel coming and saying, you get your own planet as long as you wear a tie every day. Yeah. It's really, it's got Colin Malloy's just tramped, stamped all over it. There is, yeah, there is a, a kind of a short line to be drawn from what your whole thing is to, to what Mitt Romney's whole thing is. That's why I really always thought we'd be getting more Mormons coming to our shows. Yeah. With the Decemberists, tra la 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 But I find that... that Music I make is simply too sexual. Oh. And I also drink a lot of soda. Oh, sure. So that's tough for them. <laughs> Can I you say know, this about come up to me and... Go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. You say no, your thing tell first. tell me. I mean, spit the venom. Well, I just... Uh, I, I was thinking the other day about when he referred to binders full of women that he had. Do you remember this? When he... Oh, I remember this. <laughs> oh, the media had a field day. Yeah, and I just think it's so funny that he said that. There, there was a real golden age of, uh, uh, of faux pas whenever Mitt Romney was running for office. Oh, well, Colby, first of all, let me just suggest, you may have missed your calling as a BuzzFeed columnist. <laughs> because you're right, it was quite funny. <laughs> not that that's going to help us like now. Did Mitt Romney not recognize the simple personhood of a woman? 
comparing them to a, a, a statistic to be kept in binders, <laughs> he really is out of step with the thinking of the mainstream American political movement. <laughs> he sure is. Yeah, he sure is. But it sounds Kobe, like... Uh, you, that insight of yours, just incredible. Well, thank you. Well, I mean, it's not going to help us now because I don't know if you saw this news, but BuzzFeed is, is gutting their journalism uh, uh, department. They're just going to do the lists now. Oh, thank God. For a second, I thought you were telling me there wouldn't be any more lists. (laughs) I've been submitting a list to BuzzFeed every week for the last, what is it, a fortnight but for years. 20 years is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I got you. About different quizzes about what uh, December song are you? Are you the diddling little stable boy with the club foot? (laughs) Well, we all are. Perhaps you're the pirate magician from the Galapagos. Uh huh. Perhaps you were the woman who thought she was an angel Mm -hmm. and drowned in her stew. (laughs) There are a lot of these types of characters, Colby, and I think a simple quiz to find out which one you might be would be of great interest to the reading public of BuzzFeed. And yet, my emails go unanswered. That's electronic (laughs) mail, Colby. You it's the very cutting edge of Edison's dream. Okay, Colin, I'm going to let you go and just say, do you, do you, how can people find uh, uh, the Chimneyman's Victrola? How can people hear it? Well, it starts with a whisper outside of your veranda on a moonlit summer's night. Uh-huh. Follow it. Until you hear the echo of a of a bird long since extinct. If you can trace those sweet dreamlike trills to a, a new app that I had developed on Fiverr for this very very purpose, you will be able to listen to the Chimneyman's Vitrola. Wow! But you must keep it a oh secret. With that, Colby, I must abscond. <laughs> Good luck. And I will be seeing you on recording day. It is tomorrow. Okay, great. I'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, ta-ta. Bye, Colin. Oh, my God. Colin Malloy from the Decemberists. Calling my show? Hard to believe. Important topic. And one which I learned a great deal about, uh, particularly as I was serving as governor of my state, because I had the, the chance to pull together a cabinet, and uh, all the applicants seemed to be men. And I, and I went to my staff, and I said, how come all the people for these jobs are, are all men? They said, well, these are the people that have the qualifications. And I said, well, gosh, can't we, can't we find some, some women that are also qualified? And, uh, and so we, we took a concerted effort to go out and find women who had backgrounds that could be qualified to become members of our cabinet. I went to a number of women's groups and said, can you help us find folks? And they brought us whole binders full of uh, of women. I was proud of the fact that after I staffed my cabinet and my senior staff, that the University of New York uh, in Albany did a survey of all 50 states and concluded that mine had more women in senior leadership positions than any other state in America. My husband is having an affair with your wife. I don't think we should talk about it. Does your pet kill them? Oh, man. Oh, God. 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 Clear the dance floor here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. Our number is 718-673-8201 if you'd like to call in. We are doing... Loyal caller auditions today. Uh, that's the 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 part of our show where we audition different callers to see if you guys have what it takes to, you know, kind of call every week. Really add something to the proceedings here. Really kind of put your own stamp. I mean, like really kind of make make the matrix of the show richer. Uh, and that, that's that's kind of what uh, what we're looking for in a loyal caller. So seven one eight six seven three. 
800-683-8201. Let's get those calls in. 718-673-8201. In the meantime, I do want to let everybody know that there are some very cool things going on around the Radio Free Brooklyn community. Um, there's a new show starting right after mine. I've just been informed, I've just been passed a note uh, that there's a new comedy show starting right after mine here at 5 o'clock, so definitely keep your dial tuned to that. I'm going to get so... If I can get past another note, maybe... Could you pass me another note that that says, like, what I should say about the show? Other than just, yeah. Other than just there, there's a new show happening. And it's a comedy show. Okay. Thank you. Uh, in the meantime, while we wait on that note, I will let everybody know that this weekend and next weekend, there are some events happening here around Radio Free Brooklyn. The first is tonight, tonight, this very night. Uh, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to present Movie Club at Come On Everybody at 325 Franklin Avenue in Brooklyn on Sunday, May 7th. That's tonight. That's today. If you're hearing this live, and I know you're out there, and you're looking for Sunday night plans, which let's talk for a second about Sunday night plans. This is one of my favorite topics because... To make Sunday night plans feels insane. You think to yourself, no, I just want to be home sipping my kombucha, watching my Criterion channel. But then when you're actually doing it, it feels incredible. You feel like kind of bad in like a fun way. You're like, ooh, look at me having a little beer and shot at 7 o'clock on a Sunday. Well, this is the perfect way to do that. Internationally acclaimed psych rock duo Movie Club will be presenting Uncovering the 90s, The Good, The Bad, and Like Whatever, a combination of live reading, discussion, and musical performance. The band will be joined by Pulitzer Prize-winning author Camille Perry, in addition to some other very special local guests. So you don't want to miss this multimedia, multidimensional, live performance extravaganza right in the heart of Brooklyn. And again, that's tonight... At Come On Everybody, which is at 325 Franklin Avenue in Brooklyn at 8.30 p.m. Tonight. Get out. And I will say this. You didn't move to New York to watch TV, folks. There used to be this place, the Creek in the Cave, that was a combination comedy theater Mexican restaurant in Long Island City, which alone is a combination of words I've... I'm sure if you haven't heard of it, you think I'm making up, but it's true. It was a combination comedy theater and Mexican restaurant in radio in Long Island City in Radio City. Could you imagine? <laughs> if, like, in Radio City, there was, like, a little comedy theater that served Mexican food, like, in the basement, like, there's, there's a separate entrance. It's like you tell people, oh, yeah, I'm doing this show at the Greek of the Cave. Where is it? Radio City. No, really. You go downstairs from the Rockettes. It's in, like, one of the big rooms where they used to have, like, elephants back in the day. Back in the day. When P.T. Barnum was running things there. They'd have elephants backstage would come out. And that's, like, one of the coolest things. Anyway. In Long Island City. And there was a sticker on the wall of this place. Me at a humble, a humble early 20s. And it, that sticker said... You didn't move to New York to watch TV. And folks, I'll be honest, there's a lot of wisdom in these stickers. And this one, this one resonated with me. And it's true. Now I got all the time in the world to watch TV. And I wish I didn't. Anyway, so that's happening tonight. Come on, everybody, at 8.30. That's the, the Psych Rock Duo Movie Club. The other thing that's happening is that next Saturday, May 13th, starting at 7 p.m., it's Radio Free Brooklyn's 8th anniversary party. This station, this internet station, what Brooklyn sounds like, this independent listener-supported radio station, has been going for 8 years now, folks. 8. 8. I mean, I, I've been here for, for a good chunk of those, to be honest. I, I, I think they, Unless there was a location before this, I'm pretty sure our first location was uh, in the basement of a residential building that had a record store on the first floor, and uh, uh, that guy was really weird. But anyway, 
we were there, and then we went to Bogart Street, and now we're here uh, in the heart of Bushwick uh, on Cook Street, in, at, 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 the coolest studio we've ever had. Uh, and it, the resources are out of this world. The station is only going up. So it's taken us eight years to get here. Makes you wonder where we're going to be at the 16th party, right? There's going to be like a money fountain at that thing, I bet. This little nonprofit community-supported internet radio station in eight years, I'm calling it right now, is going to have a money fountain. And by the time that happens, you're all going to be wishing you were on board when it was easier to get in. By then, it's going to be people elbowing each other in the face to get out of the way of the line to get in board, to get in the door on this thing. Get on board in the door. Get on board in the door at Radio Free Brooklyn. And you're going to be wishing for the 8th anniversary party where anybody could just come to sleepwalk on Saturday, May 13th at 7 o'clock and have an amazing time. Okay? And sleepwalk, by the way, is at 251 Bushwick Avenue this Saturday. Starting at 7 and going uh, 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 all freaking night, baby. Till the wheels come off, as they say. We're partying till the wheels come off this Saturday to celebrate the eight years of this place that has been an amazing home creatively, not only for me, but for any number of other people. We leave, we come back, we leave, we always come back because there's something special about this place. So if you're looking to get in, you know, get on board here. At a time when it's easier than it's going to be in the future, now is a great way to do that. I mean, a bunch of the DJs are going to be there. There's going to be a live performance element to it. A lot of people are doing, you know, just like five-minute sets of music or comedy or poetry readings, that kind of thing. And that's all. You can just show up, man. You can just show up this Saturday, May 13th, the 8th anniversary party at Sleepwalk at 251. Bushwick Avenue. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Clear the Dance Floor. I'm your host, Colby Smith. And I mean, if you're if you're joining us from from uh, from elsewhere in the country, which I I mean, you know, like we, we all go to the meetings, we all see you get the uh, get the score on where people are listening, and this is far from a, a a local phenomenon. Only this is a, this is international appeal, man. This place has international appeal. If you're looking for ways to get involved, and you do not happen to live in a place that's easy for you to get to things like the party or the thing tonight at Come On Everybody with Movie Club, you can obviously find us online at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. You can support us at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate, uh, you know, as we have our mission to provide and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax-deductible. So if you want to get involved that way, it's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. You can listen to us, you know, on our website, which I know many of you are doing now, but you can also get the Radio Free Brooklyn app going so it does not have to stop when you leave your computer side, which God knows you're glued to, you sick freak. You're animal. Glued to your computer. Anyway, I think we got another caller that's going to save me from myself here. Caller, you're on the air here. We're doing loyal caller auditions. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Colby. Who's calling? Colby! Hey! This is your old friend, Dr. Tuscaloosa. Hey! And I Dr. Tuscaloosa, you, are, a, you, you and I met on the airwaves at WFMU. Do I have that right? We absolutely did, Colby. I am a dedicated listener. <sighs> I still am. But I heard you were doing a radio show on the internet. So I thought I'd give you a call. And when I tuned into your little program, hearing you groveling for money like a dog, a dog in heat. All right. And I don't mean just a dog on its period, Colby. I mean a dog whose temperature is very, very hot indeed. <laughs> sure. It reminded me of myself. Really? As a museum representative. Huh. Oh, Colby, all I do all day is wander into... Board meetings, gala events, school field trips. And I say, hey, why don't you donate to the Tulsa Museum Board? It'll make you feel real good. You'll be part of a community. Yes, yes, yes. So so you should tell people, you know, kind of what your your claim to fame is. Because you, you are kind of very uh, involved in the Tulsa, Oklahoma kind of cultural scene. 
well, I've been a representative of the museum board in Tulsa, Oklahoma for now on a decade. I mean, I first got involved in the art scene wooing a woman, my beautiful wife. Whew. She'd be very mad if she knew I was calling you right now, Colby. From what I understand, the last time you two spoke, harsh words were exchanged. You, your wife? And my lady gets into... Oh, my, of course. But it's it's true. Good. It's true. I mean, she... I, she, she she just pushed some buttons for me. It, it's it's true. It, it's not it's not anything personal. I'll tell you, Colby. I do not know what you two talked about, but you earned me quite a stomping from that woman. I, I'm sorry. That was not my intention in any way. She lassoed me up, put on her Doc Martens, and she went to town on me like a Fifth Avenue cobblestone alleyway. All right. I, I don't want to hear this. This is getting too erotic. I mean, this is getting too you, too. You horny. liberals over in New York City talk about CBD oil, but she got my CBT oil that night. Ugh. I mean, spurting everywhere. Ugh. Spurting. I have more oil than me than a Tulsa rattlesnake. Okay. Okay, that's enough, Dr. Tuscaloosa. Are you here? Very oily breeze. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't be laughing at you. I mean, this is this sounds like an affliction. Oh, it is an affliction. It is an addiction. It is the light of my life and the terror of my heart. Uh-huh. When that woman gets in a beaten mood, oh boy, you best get out of the way. <laughs> I am a little... She gets in a beaten mood, huh? I'm her little floor goblin, Colby. <laughs> Doctor! <laughs> I'm her little carpet duende. She stomps on me like I was a red carpet, and she had just been denied Academy Award Lifetime Achievement. <laughs> Dr. Tuscaloosa. You understand what I'm saying, Colby? I do, I, I do. Like, she's running out! I just... <laughs> I, I feel like you're taking advantage of the fact that this is an internet station and, the, you know, the FCC guidelines are a little looser than they are over at FMU. Oh, please point me to me directly to anything untoward, sexual, or profane that I have said. Look, I'm simply look. describing the relationship between a man and his maelstrom of a terror of a wife. You're right. But what I called to talk to you about, Colby... <laughs> What is the Elving Rock Museum right here in Dulce, Oklahoma? Wait, say say it again. I the Elvin Rock Museum? Elsing. Elsing. Okay. He's a great philanthropist, Colby. Keep yes. up. Okay, okay. He has a rock museum here in Tulsa, and I know what kind of music you guys like to play over there at Old New Amsterdam. But this isn't that kind of rock, Colby. <laughs> I'm talking about geodes. <laughs> really? You rock, oh, like I'm actual talking about folders. Oh my you god. You split them open and you would not believe what shines. And that reminds me again of my relationship with my wife, but I will not digress on that path. <laughs> Though I will say, I love when that woman digresses down a path. No, no. <laughs> because I like to be trod on, Coley. Puts me in a lather. No, 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 no. Keep it, keep it. What would, uh, doctor, please, please stop bringing up, bringing up you and your wives. <laughs> I will get back on track. Very and physical again, relationship. a track is something that I love to be for my wife. And her to be some, some battering greyhound dog running around in circles on me. Doctor, That's what I like. Dr. Tuscaloosa, please. What I wanted to talk to you about. It's the mighty ore of this here earth. I'm talking about rocks. Yes. I'm talking about boulders. I'm talking about gemstones, Colby. Mm-hmm. Hidden deep beneath the crust of this great big blue marble. Uh-huh. The kind of terrestrial delight that we surface walkers generally think we'll never get to see. What are we, Molman, Colby? Right. Are we Morlocks? Right. Trudging around down there looking for gems? No. No. But great. Thank you. Thanks. To the great efforts of the philanthropist, Mr. Elsing, you can go to a museum hosted by this great and generous city of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and see those gems right up close, up here in the sun-kissed lands of the surface dwellers. Wow. This is, so is the museum like a, like they've brought rocks from like caves up to 
ground level, or is the museum like a Colby, cave? where do you think rats come from? Of course they came from caves. Well, I was what just wondering. About? I was wondering if the museum was a cave where you get to like go into the cave. Colby, I listen. I you, you East Coasters, you got your Lorraine caverns. We don't have that kind of stuff in, Do- in Dozo oh, okay? okay? It's planes. It is straight shooting far as the eye can see. If you're going underground, you best be going on an oil rig because that is Tulsa. Excuse me, Colby. I got excited. I, I, I kept thinking about <laughs> I thought I started thinking about being the tread on a tennis shoe of my beautiful wife. <laughs> I started screaming. The point is, Colby, they get rocks from all over the earth. Mm-hmm. They crack them open. And they got good stuff in there, like if it's purple or something, we put that in the museum, no questions asked. Yeah. Purple stuff, Colby. That's a, so, so what is your specific role in the museum? Are you just kind of like an, an advisee, or do you have a more direct role in, in, in the, the, the rocks that are on display? Cool, Colby, this is Tuscaloosa Town. If you want something in a museum in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you better get past me first. Okay, okay. You're kind of a gatekeeper. I look at every rock. At the Rock Museum. I look at every Monet at the Monet Museum. Mm. I look at every stamp at the Postal Museum. And if I don't like it, for whatever reason, I have complete discretion and I eject it wow. from our exhibit. Wow. So you have kind of a um, um, a, a pretty multidisciplinary understanding. Absolutely. Wouldn't you say? And my responsibilities are vast in scope. And you might be thinking to yourself, how does a man that busy keep things intimate and spicy at home? And I'll tell you what. Cole, Not wondering that. Not wondering that at all. I come home from a long day of work. Oh, and I pretend like I am Comet Floor Wax. I just smear myself all over those kitchen tiles and wait for my wife to come out in her Louboutins and shut down dancing on me. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, I'm Stop sorry. It, I, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I'm partly to blame. I feel like I keep leading you here with uh, otherwise pretty innocent questions. I will. I I will say, Kobe, for all of your feigned distaste, you do keep coyly enticing me to describe to you, in euphemistic yet graphic detail, the disgusting, dominant sexual relationship I have with my wife. I'm not. I promise. You have the gall. I I promise. Pretend that you are not titillated, that you are not swollen and aroused at the very thought of my wife dancing on me like a bowling alley alley, (laughs) all waxed up and greasy. I I promise. I'm not. I'm not doing it on purpose. I swear. And I, I have some other questions here for you. Uh, Dr. Tuscaloosa, if you, if, if you would permit me, I just, I, I want to get back on, on, on track here. Colby, you already said back on track. Do not make me do this again. Oh my God. Um, okay. Uh, I'm getting a question. Please continue. I'm, I'm getting... sorry. I'm eating a little bit of cake right now. Uh, uh, no, sure. Of course. Uh, 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 I'm just going to, I'm just going to say first, first question that comes to mind, uh, these rocks, uh, does your wife ever walk on them in heels? And what does that feel like for you? Oh my God! Oh no! Gee, mama, Colby, I gotta tell you, my knee, my cockiness, damn near dropped out just now. I'm on the floor. I am. You, Almighty, if you could see the way this little nubbin is bursting out of these cotton hands. You would have to call your mama and tell her you were sorry. Oh, no. Sinful. Sinful business. Oh, no. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to the listeners. I'm sorry to you, doctor. But to answer your question, Colby, my wife does not need to wear high heels. She has a genetic deformity causing bone spurs to grow out (laughs) of her her heels like she was some kind of X-Man. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Again, not something yeah, I knew. Yeah, it's that thing. That's it's that, it's yeah. that, that thing that everybody knows about, Colby. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I should have I, I should, <laughs> been more understanding. And she's protected under the ADA. <laughs> so don't you come coming for her job now, Colby. Mm-hmm. She's a protected class because of her bone spurs. 
Okay, I won't. I, I, I really, I don't want to talk about your wife anymore. Really, really, in any way. I feel like if we just steer clear of this topic, um, then it, it'll, it'll save, it, it'll save me in the, in the long run from further embarrassment. Oh, Colby. Speaking of long runs. Oh no! Sometimes I pretend I'm a marathon track. I pretend like I'm a securities route all the way around Boston, and I let my honey put on those Reeboks. And just get to herself love. And the thing about running a marathon, Colby, sometimes you got to piss and shit in your pants while you're doing it. Really? And if that piss and shit gets all over the ground, and if that ground happens to be a grown man and loving husband, <laughs> well, Let's just say I ain't writing no complaints to the Boston City Marathon Department. And I could, Colby. I've got a very, very wide network. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Ooh. Okay. All right. Well, um, uh, uh, you know, I got I to gotta start wrapping the show up here soon, Dr. Tuscaloosa. Do you, do you have any other... Um, Speaking any... of wrapping up, I got no! my nebulous little beeper just screaming to get out of these long johns. So I'm going to leave you to it. I want to talk about my wife, Colby. But don't, don't, don't you get no ideas, okay? I don't know if you got some old lady you're sweet on or whatever. But I know that damn certain she doesn't have no bone spurs coming out giving her natural high heels. So if you think you're going to come over down here to Tulsa, pretend you're going to the old Elson Rock Museum, and ask my wife to treat you like a Dance Dance Revolution board, <laughs> you got another thing coming. I would never... I would never do that. I, I have too much respect for you and what you bring, you know, to my broadcasts. And, She's and good at it, too. She's a phenomenon out there in Hokkaido way. I mean, that girl, she knows the Dance Dance Revolution. Hokkaido? Birthplace of the Dance Dance Revolution, Colby. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. They started a revolution. I gotcha. So people like you could live comfortably. Oh, Okay, well, thanks for thanks for calling in, buddy. It was great to talk to you. Okay, now, Colby. Now, you think about having me come and be your co-host, okay? Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll, I'll be in touch, uh, you know, off the air. You take care now. You too. All right. 718-673-8201. We probably have enough time for a couple more callers if folks want to get in. That's 718-673-8201. Uh, Hello, do you guys want to come over and talk about your brand new show that's starting today? <laughs> they said yes. <laughs> come on over. Come on over. Or unless you have, you know, you have stuff you want to set up or anything, or is this, uh, is this good? This is good. This is good. Okay, great. Yeah. Hello. Hi. I'm Colby. I'm Chloe. I do Clear the Dance Floor. <laughs> Chloe and Shannon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Legendary Air yeah. is oh here. Here. Yeah, we're here. Well, what's up? Are we? Are we we're ready? on. Oh. Oh, yeah. They're oh, hearing man. all of this. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so we're off air. You guys want to uh, uh, plug your, your show that's starting in 10 minutes? It's starting in 10 minutes. Absolutely. We're um, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Not a clue what we're doing. No, well, we don't know. Well, I, I heard that you... Part of your show is interviewing Brooklyn's silliest billies. Is that true? Yes. yes. We're actually billies. only um, in talks with people named Billy. Wow. Yeah. We have to screen test that. It's Billy sure centric. So Billy Eichner Billy. is coming yes. in today. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're in talks with him. We're in talks um, with, with him. his team. With his team. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob wow. Thornton. He's Brooklyn based? Um, yeah. He has a place yeah, here. Surprisingly. He has a place here. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's so, so cool. Uh, Billy Corrigan. Of course, mm-hmm. we know that person. We know who that <laughs> we is. We know who that is. We're smashing pumpkins. Yes. Yeah, and we know what that is. <laughs> we know what that is. <laughs> We're familiar. <laughs> well, uh, uh, so glad you guys are here. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, what, what, what? How did you guys find Radio Free Brooklyn? Were you listeners? Before we were walking right? on the street. That's awesome. And, <laughs> that really rocks. Uh, yeah, we were like, we were like. Huh. It would be so. We walked by the building and we were like, "It feels like there's a radio station in this building." Yeah, we were and picking then, up on the waves. Yeah, the waves. The radio the waves. waves. <laughs> and uh, you know, we were like, "Let's let's let's check this let's thing check out." This out. Uh, right on. Yeah. That's that's serendipity. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And didn't really. you miss serendipity during the pandemic? Oh my god, that was a great spot. 
Is that the frozen hot chocolates, right? Yeah, which is an oxymoron. Right. <laughs> and and, and we're, that's actually, uh, we're going to unpack that in our show later. Yeah, we're going to, yeah. Well, how did you guys meet? Um, I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. You don't remember? <laughs> no, but this it was girl, around. It was around the same time. I think we met at the same time. Yeah, we it did. was around the same time. When we met, we were both there. That's yeah. epic. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it was it's, weird because I feel like when a lot of people meet, they're not in together. No, but no. when we met, we happened to be together. Yeah, in a way that we could say hello. Yeah, yeah. and I could see you. Yeah, and I could yeah see you and. That is so beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. Life can be really crazy like that. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's like one day you know someone and then the next day the, you, you don't or maybe you don't, one you day don't know you don't them know anymore. Them. <laughs> you might yeah. know them the first day and then the next day you don't know them. That's totally. Really beautiful. That's, that's so true. Were you, uh, but, but for real though, <laughs> you guys like improvisers or are you stand-ups? Are you, uh, 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 what, what's the score? Yeah, I'm trying to keep this up. Um, yeah, we we do stand up comedy, both of us. Mm-hmm. We don't sit down. We never. We're yeah. This is really hard for us right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we met doing this, and now and now we are finishing each other's, each other's sentences. sentences. <laughs> oh wow! <Yeah. laughs> Crashing. Was it at a mic? We talk in pine box. We talk in halyards. Um, we met at the stand. Stand. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. See um, now, I see. I see. I yeah, gotcha. we were at, we were bonding over disliking the same person. Oh, gotcha. Which is often how people bond. Yeah. I have to say, it is true. It yeah. is true. Yeah. I've made lots of very good friends by complaining about someone who's in the same room. Yeah, you have to be able to shit talk. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It unifies people. Hmm. Yeah. Except for the one. Right. 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 It doesn't <laughs> there's one person not unified by it. Right. But exactly. a lot of beauty can come from that. Yeah. Is shit talk going to be a feature of your show that's starting in seven minutes? No, the positivity is our main platform. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. You're you're here to build people up. Yeah. yeah. That's well, amazing. We love community. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. The, oh show. The, the show. The show the show community. Yeah. Dan Har- you guys are big Dan Harmon uh, uh big, stands. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you were saying before you came on that you stand by everything he's yep. done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're in talks with his team to get him on <laughs> as well. The yeah. only non-Billy. Yeah. 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 Well, once a, once a month we do a, a non-Billy special. Yeah. Right on. That's so cool. Oh. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we get him. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. Well, Legendary Air is uh, starting here in moments on uh, on Radio Free Brooklyn. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little song to give us all some time to switch chairs <laughs> so you guys can be at the board and I can uh, get out of here. Okay. But first I'll say thank you for the unprompted uh, uh, plug here at the end of the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next week on Clear the Dance Floor here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host Colby Smith. Keep that dial tuned, especially while I find the music because I, you guys use this computer. It's, we, it's very slow. We haven't yet. <laughs> I'll haven't. tell you that. It's very slow. You got nothing to say? Wow. <laughs> Speechless. <laughs> Bye. Bye.